Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. scary savannah and beyond the weather continues to heat up and so does the crazy here on tybee island so we are back with another bonus episode of the tybee island police blotter so crystal tell us what has been happening according to the fine men and women in blue who try to keep this island safe that was a lovely introduction I know, it just flowed right off the top of my head. It's almost (laughs) as if it was scripted. (laughs) So we're going to cover February 15th through March 4th, 2023. The first few days seemed uneventful. Uneventful, you say? But then, on the evening of Monday, February 20th, officers responded to the intersection of Butler Avenue and Tiberisa Street in reference to a hit and run. And that's the main intersection right up here where all the drunks, I mean, the tourists are at. While speaking with our officers, witnesses stated that a pickup truck had come through the area at a speed they estimated to be somewhere between 80 and 100 miles per hour. Could he possibly have been trying to get up to 88 miles an hour? (laughs) That is crazy right there where that is. Two crosswalks with people. 30 miles an hour makes me nervous. Yeah, I go really slow through there. And that's the speed limit there. Mm -hmm. As the truck cleared the intersection, it jumped over the curb at Park of Seven Flags and struck a sign before continuing on its way. After locating the vehicle nearby, officers found evidence to suggest that the driver had been operating the motor vehicle while under the influence of alcohol. This is unbelievable. Didn't see that coming. I didn't see it. And he truly did clear the intersection in more ways than just the way police usually mean it when they say clear (laughs) the intersection. I feel like he was probably airborne before he even hit. The park. Yeah. After being placed under arrest, the man claimed to be a sovereign citizen <laughs> and reportedly told the one officer that he would, quote, beat the out of him. He said he's from Zumanda. He was subsequently charged with reckless driving, failure to maintain lane, DUI, failure to report an accident, and terroristic threats. Oh, no. That sounds serious. <laughs> it does sound serious. So, like... That place where he jumped into is a fountain. There's like a fountain in the center. There's benches. I mean, there's people walking. It's a tourist-heavy area for pedestrians. Yeah. I would never go like even 50 through there. You're going to kill somebody. All the time. So you know the likelihood of somebody just walking out in front of you. And that intersection that he flew through... When you come to the end of it, there's a crosswalk that people can go across. And there's people, two crosswalks. Well, the first one you come to, there's a blind spot mm-hmm. on the side of a building that is a bar or was a bar. It's becoming a bar again that people can just come across, riding a bike, walking, whatever. And they come out so quick that you won't see them. Mm-hmm. So this guy could have easily killed multiple easily. people. Luckily, this was a Monday and I guess many people weren't out. If it had been a Saturday, it could have been a lot worse. Mm -hmm. 
That same evening, officers responded to the area of Butler Avenue in reference to a possible drunk driver. After locating the vehicle in question, an officer noticed that it was failing to maintain its lane by crossing over the divider lines on both the left and right side. I wonder if there's some kind of external contributor to what's happening here. You're going to find out. (laughs) The officer also used his in-car radar unit to check the vehicle's speed at 46 miles per hour in a 30 mile per hour zone. After stopping the vehicle, the officer noticed that the driver's eyes were bloodshot and that she slurred her words as she spoke. He didn't think it was going to be a woman, did you? I did not. You didn't see that coming. Equal opportunity is what this is. (laughs) He also noticed that there was an odor similar to that of an (laughs) alcoholic drink emitting from within the vehicle. There's always stuff emitting from vehicles, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, we saw one of, tonight. Yeah, on the way home. Yeah, we saw a, the, the police. I smelled something emitting from the vehicle. The police by. were checking a car. They were searching Yeah, they were searching a car, so we'll probably have that one on next time. During the course of the investigation, the officer found additional evidence to suggest that the woman had been operating the vehicle while under the influence of alcohol. She was placed under arrest and charged with speeding, Failure to maintain lane and DUI. But no terroristic threats. No, she didn't threaten them. She's not a sovereign citizen. No. Okay. She didn't even give them a fake name, apparently. Wow. She was playing by the rules, sort Uh. of. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. On the evening of Wednesday, February 22nd, one of our officers was on patrol in the area of Butler Avenue when he spotted a vehicle traveling down the road without taillights. We warned you guys. We actually saw two cops tonight. The second one, guys pulled over. No license plate. What are you thinking? So, no taillights? Come on. I mean that. That's serious. You're going to the pokey. Yes, you are. After stopping the vehicle, the officer immediately noticed a strong odor of marijuana emitting from within. There's always an odor emitting. When confronted about the odor, the passenger handed the officer a bag of marijuana and asked him not to search the vehicle. Didn't this already happen in a similar way? Yeah. This happens a lot. It happens a lot. No! This is all I got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't nothing need, else in You don't need vehicle. to look any further. Not a one kind of little thing. During the course of the subsequent research, officers found an open container of alcohol, several drug-related objects, including a grinder and whippet inhalers, an ounce of suspected marijuana, and an unmarked bottle containing several pills. I had to look this up. I don't know what a whippet container is, not just because I'm out of touch with today's youth, but it just sounded crazy. But it's a designer drug or something. What, what is a this? Whip it is is if you've ever played with a BB gun that had this carbon dioxide powered, has I these haven't. little metal canisters that is the the gas is used as the propellant to mm-hmm. shoot the BB. Well, apparently they can use these things to inhale this gas and it will get you high somehow. Okay. Preliminary identification suggested that the pills included various controlled substances such as Adderall and oxycodone. After determining that all these items belonged to the passenger, officers placed him under arrest and charged him with open container, possession of drug-related objects, possession of an ounce of marijuana, drugs not in the original container, and possession of a controlled substance. The driver was cited for open container and was allowed to leave the scene. Oh, no, sir. Don't drop your beer here. It it was a lady. Oh, oh, ma'am. Ma'am. Sorry. The marijuana and drug-related objects were booked into the property room as evidence, while the pills will be sent to the Georgia Bureau of Investigation's Crime Lab for positive identification. wonder how many shipments they get from the city of Tybee a week. Probably uh, about 7,000. Oh boy, another orange pill. (laughs) 
Got to keep tasting. It's Advil. Oh, this one's cyanide. It's Advil. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought it was saccharin. So this week there were, on that week, there was 308 calls for service. That means 308 times they got Somebody called. Somebody called the police. That's a lot. And the average on and off looks like the highest was around 8,000 coming on Friday. Approximately, yeah. Yeah, so I think before that we were in the 6,000, so we moved up to 8,000. Getting a little bit more activity. Yeah, and there were six dogs caught on the beach. Oh, no. Oh, no. Ten glass containers, apparently, which is a big deal here. If you ever visit here, do not take glass onto the beach. Don't take your dog onto the beach. Don't take your oxycodone and Adderall <laughs> onto the beach either, unless they're in their original prescription containers. And don't smoke your cigarettes or your vapes or any of that. You're going to like what's on the next uh, on the beach thing. There's something that I've never seen before. Okay. On the second week, so we're going into the second week now. This is Kirsten's birthday. In the early morning hours of Sunday, February 26th, one of our officers was on patrol in the area of Butler Avenue when he spotted a vehicle failing to maintain its lane. That seems to happen every day. Every single day. As the officer continued to watch, the vehicle attempted to turn into the parking lot of a nearby business, jumping the curb and almost striking the <laughs> light pole in the process. As the vehicle began to turn back around, the officer conducted a traffic stop. While talking with the driver, the officer noticed that her eyes were bloodshot and that she slurred her words as she spoke. Okay, he, next thing that happens, something's emitting. Yes, from the vehicle, you right? called it. He also smelled an odor similar to that of an alcoholic drink emitting from within the vehicle. Those emissions, that gets you every time. <laughs> when asked if she would participate in a few tests to ensure that she was safe to drive, the woman initially agreed. However, once the test began, she seemed to change her mind and began to yell for her husband to get out of the car and confront the officers. Beat these men down. They're questioning my integrity. He wisely declined. Yeah. He's like, you're on your own, woman. As the woman continued to scream and yell, the officer moved to place her under arrest. As he did so, the woman attempted to pull away while continuing to scream for her husband <laughs> to help her. Instead, he decided it would be best to stay in their car. No, you, got, you got this, honey. You got this. <laughs> Once in handcuffs, the woman was charged with failure to maintain lane, open container, obstruction, and DUI. Well, at least it wasn't terroristic threats. Yeah, she didn't threaten him. This I wonder time. what the, the penalty for terroristic threats are. That know. sounds kind of serious. It does. Also on February 26th, officers responded to a local condominium building in reference to a possible burglary. Somebody's getting burgled. Apparently. While speaking with our officers, the victims stated that when they returned to the condo they had rented, they found the door partially open. Never a good sign. Mm -mm. Upon entering, they spotted a woman standing in the middle of the room with several bags and a vacuum cleaner, claiming that she was there to clean. I don't know why the only thing that pops in my mind, and you're probably thinking this too, is that episode of the cartoon where the dog shows up dressed up like a babysitter. And oh, yeah. Like, I heard you need a babysitter <laughs> when Sylvester had. Yeah. <laughs> After the victims explained that they weren't due to check out until the following day, the woman walked out of the condo cursing. During this time, the victims noticed that the quote-unquote cleaning lady appeared to be drunk as she got <laughs> yeah, into the vehicle, vehicle and drove, drove away. Emitting odors all the time. <laughs> So I guess I wonder if they caught maybe her. Maybe she was the woman that had the husband in the car. Yeah, maybe. 
Later that evening, officers responded to the parking lot of a local hotel in reference to a fight. While checking the area, officers located a man with dried blood on his forehead. When asked about the injury, he claimed that it stemmed from a fall several days earlier. It's still bleeding. Yeah, I I just didn't wash my face. Yeah, I'm getting around to it. Please don't search my person. (laughs) (laughs) During the course of their conversation, the man provided officers with a fake name and date of birth. You mean he ain't one of those kind of men that don't have a name or a birthday? He just found someone else's. Ah. Once this was discovered, he was placed under arrest for obstruction. At or around the same time, the man's girlfriend stepped forward and claimed that wherever he went, she had to go with him. She then went on to state that she would ensure officers also took her, no matter what. (laughs) As she continued to interfere, she was also placed under arrest and charged with disorderly conduct. I don't care if you ruined my life. I still love you. I love you. We'll go to jail together. (laughs) On Monday, February 27th, one of our officers was on patrol in the area of Highway 80 when he stopped a vehicle for going 53 in a 35 mile per hour zone. I guess they don't. out here. They don't listen to our podcast. Don't we warned speed you. Speed out here. They're going to get you every time. When asked for her license, the driver claimed that she didn't have it with her and instead provided a fake name and date of birth. People, <laughs> really? They have all this technology now. You're not going to get away with your fake name. What do you mean I'm not Oprah Winfrey? I was born in 1922. How old does that make you? I don't know, 60? After discovering the lie, the officer asked the woman to step out of her vehicle. Instead, the woman told the officer that he could not arrest her and attempted to roll up her window. Is that all you got to do? <laughs> yes. Oh, excuse, oh no. excuse no. me, officer, but you can't arrest me. No. Uh, I'll see you later. Have a nice day. <laughs> At that time, the officer physically prevented the window from rolling up any further and reached into the car to unlock the door. As he placed the woman under arrest, she informed him that this was, quote unquote, God's country. Oh, my. And that he didn't have any authority. She was then charged with speeding seatbelt violation and giving a false name and date of birth to law enforcement officers. Well, it sounds like she was declaring herself a sovereign citizen. <laughs> I know. There's a lot of that goes on here. I guess they take it seriously when we say Tybit's its own little nation. Apparently, maybe that's what she was trying to say. Yeah, she's like, I heard it on a podcast. They this, said I could this say here's God's country. <laughs> you can't arrest me. <laughs> on Saturday, March 4th, Officers responded to the beach near 15th Street in reference to a report of a missing child. Oh, no. While speaking with officers, the mother stated that she turned around and the child was gone. As officers began checking the area, a second call came in about a scared child running down the beach near 2nd Avenue. That's a long way away, isn't it? Yes. After responding to the area, officers were able to catch up to the child and successfully reunited him with his mother. Yeah, so this one's different. We don't have a lot of people, children going missing around here. I'm glad they found the kid because I'm sure that was terrifying. I know. Like, this really um, struck me because, you know, we have four kids and they're all grown up now. But when they were little, they were all born within five years of each other. Mm -hmm. Ethan turned five three weeks after Kirsten was born. So... We had four little ones and I would constantly do a head count. Like I was always counting one, two, three, four in my head all the time, no matter where. And honestly, I still do it to this day. It's a habit. It's like, where are you at? Well, now it's the dogs. I count the dogs. Are there still two of them? (laughs) Yeah. But like when we go out and they're all four there, I'm always like keeping track of them. It's, It's just something I do in my head. I know that's weird. But like, do you remember that we did lose one of them one time? Elijah, yes. 
Yeah, and I do remember that. That was the most terrifying thing. Did he just like get up under some clothes in the mall or something and just sit there and? Oh well, we've lost him more than once. Yeah, yeah. We lost him. He's th- a quiet child. I forgot about that one, but we lost him three times. Then, if I that's don't the know case, if you'd be confessing all this on the podcast. <laughs> well, he's made it to twenty-one years old. He's I, safe now. I made sure to keep track of them at least sixty percent of the time. Well, no, this is what happens. You know, Elijah is the quietest one of all of them. Yes, he's very quiet, and you wouldn't even know he's around. Most of the time, like when he's here, we forget he's here. Yeah. Like what happened to you when he was a much younger child and you were sitting in a room, either watching TV or messing with your computer computer. for hours. You were there for a long time. Might not have been hours. No, it was like 30 minutes. I was doing It was a long time, but apparently he was in the room in the corner the whole time. And then he squeaked like a mouse or something. (laughs) He was sitting in the corner, like staring at me. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So he's, he's definitely, uh. A he's like his daddy. Different than yeah. the rest of his siblings. He's, he's like a lot more like his father. Except that he's quiet. That's the only thing he's not I'm like. Quiet. You are not quiet. I'm always, I'm always quiet. telling you to stop talking. <laughs> I never had to tell him to stop talking. Well, I'm just scared to tell you to stop talking. <laughs> I don't talk as much as you. Hmm. But yeah, we remember the most traumatic time we lost him. Do you remember? I don't. You don't remember this? No. Oh my gosh. Yes. All four of our kids used to play sports and they played baseball and we, they played mostly at the school and the ballpark itself is down like in a like ravine. I don't know what you call it. Like a like, horseshoe. Yeah. So it's down low and uh, above it is the school and there's a playground in the back and we were down there and we we're waiting on, you know, the game to finish up and to leave. And I turn around and Elijah's not there. I'm like freaking out. And he always wore this little bucket hat when he was little. Yes. And he's very distinctive. And we knew all these people mostly. And like I was walking around just asking each person, like, have you seen Elijah? Have you seen this kid with a hat? And I was like losing my mind because he wasn't there. Yeah. And so we walked up to the parking lot where the playground is. And he was just sitting oh, up there I do remember at the top that. of a like jungle gym thing. Yeah. All by himself. Yeah. Just, just sitting there. Could have been taken or anything. Yes. That was, yeah, I do remember that. It was so scary. It was like, a long time ago. Yeah. He was probably five, six years old, but it only takes a split second to turn yeah. your back on a That's child. Why you're scared to hear these stories. Yeah. And like on the beach, can you imagine your initial thought was like, oh, they're drowned. Somebody, yeah. They drowned, drowned or, someone, or someone, took someone took them. them. Yeah. Either way, neither one is comforting and you don't know what to do. I know. I still like, as soon as something happens with the kids, I just automatically assume, oh my gosh, they're dead. Like that's my go-to. Well, like, it's, thanks it's for putting game. that into my mind. I always like think that like, or kidnapped. Cause like one time I came home when I was working and Kirsten was still living here. Yes. And she wasn't in her room. I assumed she was in her room and I came and knocked on the door and she didn't answer. And I opened the door and she wasn't in here. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's been kidnapped. Like that was my immediate go-to. And I called you downstairs and I'm like, do you know where Kirsten is? And you didn't know. And like I called Nobody her. Nobody ever tells me when they're coming. I and know. Going. Like they just, I probably didn't even know she was here. She had walked down to the beach and I'm like, she doesn't walk down to the beach. She doesn't believe in the sun. Yeah. So yeah, I'm glad that was a happy ending and yeah. that there was no alcohol emitting from anything in the story. <laughs> no fake birthdays. Exactly. No fake names. Sovereign citizens of God's country. <laughs> yeah. So this week um, we had uh, over 9,000 cars going off the island Sunday. That's a lot. It's ramping up. Yeah, I think it's going to. This coming weekend's going to be insane. Yeah, because it's going to be the uh, 
St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day Parade. They take it seriously down here. Oh, we did hit 10,000 on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, sure enough. So look at what was found on the beach this week. (laughs) What do you mean? Littering six times? Yeah. Or could you possibly be referring to maybe the 12 cases of smoking on the beach? Or I don't know, the bearded dragon on the beach? (laughs) their bearded dragon it's not considered a pet apparently it's got its own category maybe it's a service animal it's a bearded dragon <laughs> i don't even know what that is it sounds dangerous yes yeah, so someone got a citation for a bearded dragon on the beach <laughs> that was probably the coolest ticket that particular uh enforcement enforcement. agent had ever yeah. written or ever will write all right so you've been warned here people don't bring, bring your, your bearded, bearded dragon. dragon to the beach while emitting odors of various <laughs> narcotics and or alcohol from your vehicle <laughs> yeah. so if you really want to get on their bad side make sure to hop over the median in your vehicle Park on the beach, open all your glass containers, take out your bearded dragon, start smoking your (laughs) marijuana while drinking your alcohol, claim you don't have a name or a birthday. Don't forget your Adderall. Don't forget your Adderall, your orange pill. Or your Oxycontin. And don't forget that you can do whatever you want because you are a sovereign citizen of God's country (laughs) and not the type of person that would have a name or birthday. And make sure you have no taillights when you do all this. Definitely. (laughs) So they can't catch you. I think that covers all bases. (laughs) All right. You've learned it here first. We'll talk about this crime in two more weeks. And hopefully by then, there'll be something even more cool than a bearded dragon. Yeah, I can't wait to see what goes on St. Patrick's Day weekend. I want to see somebody bring a Gila monster. Oh, my gosh. It'd be like, well, there's a case of a brought one. But, you know, he was eaten by it shortly thereafter. So I didn't even know how to write a ticket for that. (laughs) Till next time. (laughs) 